Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. This is this is it. This is it. This is it. All all souls, all souls, all souls that don't know Jesus Christ. I would like to introduce you to Him today, tonight, not tomorrow. I want to introduce you the greatest, the greatest, the greatest of the greatest, the great I Am, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one that was, the one that is, and the one that will last forever. If you need a Savior, amen, you can receive him through faith if you open up your heart and repent of your sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can be saved. That's the only way you can be redeemed. That's the only way that you can know God is through Jesus Christ. Jesus said there's no other name, no other name, no other name given unto heaven whereby men can be saved in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from one or out, and I'm stretching all the way across to Lebet, let it, whoo, can't even say it. Let it, Texas over there where uh, my brother John um, Timothy Jackson is. He'll be coming on a half hour later on. But here I'm going to go on down there into Atlanta, Georgia on Block Talk Radio, and we're going to be talking about but nobody else but Jesus Christ and his return here on earth. Amen. He is coming back. He's on his way back. There's no if, no ands, and there is no buts about it. Be ready when he comes because the rapture is right on the brink of the end of time, the end of what? The church age. The church age is almost over and almost over. It's too close to be almost. Jesus Christ is getting ready to remove his body. His body. Not my body, but his body. And his body consists of born-again, baptized believers who have given their life over to Jesus Christ and serving the Lord with every intent of their mind, soul, and strength. We know, we know, we got some weak Christians. We got some lazy Christians. We got some hard-headed Christians, but all together, if you've been born again and changed from, 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 from darkness to light, you are ready to go to heaven. Now, when you get there, your works are going to be judged. Your works are going to be judged. And when you get there, you don't want to be ashamed before the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because you didn't do what God has called you to do. One thing God calls every soul to do. Woo! One thing God calls every soul to do. Every soul got to repent. They got your soul, your spirit has to turn from sin. Your very being has to turn from sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he actually died, realistically died. He ultimately died on Calvary's cross, bowed his head between the locks of his shoulder, gave up the ghost, went down, went down, oh, yeah. He went down to the bowels of hell and preached to those in prison. He went to every dark rim in the heart of the earth, and let them know victory has come, and victory can only come through Jesus Christ. Before we get into the word tonight, we want you to bow your heads in prayer, and we are coming to you in the the, the gospel of love, of love, love, the love of God. The love of God passes all understanding. Let's bow our heads. Eternal Father, we come to you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for one more day, one more hour that you give us. Amen. To be alive on this earth, realizing that time is running out, realizing the gospel must be preached to the utmost parts of the earth, and then the end. 
And, Lord, we ask you right now, as I speak from the word of God, as I speak through the spirit, as I speak through what God has given me through his word to let the people know, get ready, get ready, get ready in the name of Jesus. I'm getting ready to go home. I'm getting ready to go home and see Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior, my one and only, my love. He's my love. He's my dream. He's my hope. He's my joy. He's everything to me because what he did for me, woo, nobody else could do. And he did the same for you. He did the same for you. He died for you. He died for you. God so loved the world that he sent his what? Only begotten son, meaning that God himself begot himself and became what? He became human, human, born of a virgin Mary, not by the will of man, not by flesh and blood, not by no other, but the will of God. God became flesh, woo, and he suffered on Calvary's cross for your sins to cleanse you and make you whole. So when he comes to get to church, if you have been filled with the Holy Ghost and walking and sealed with the Spirit until the day of redemption, when the trumpets blow, when the trumpets blow, we know you will be called to meet the Lord in there. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This is Elder G. Bazaar, Watchman on the Wall. End time, global, global link ministry. If you haven't heard the gospel, amen. This is where it's going to come. You're going to hear it from me. You're going to hear it from the word of God. You're going to hear it just like it's written in the Bible. And the Bible says, except the man be born again, born again, he cannot Enter in. He cannot see the kingdom of God. You must accept Jesus Christ before you can get to heaven. If you don't have Christ in your life tonight or today and you will die, you will be in hell lifting up your eyes for one reason. One reason. You refuse to repent. And if you don't repent, That means turn away from sin. Turn away from satanic powers. Turn away from the lusts of the flesh. Turn away from your own self and your pride and what you want in life. And pick up the cross of Christ and follow him. And I don't mean a literary cross. I mean accepting him and bear the cross that Jesus bore. In other words, suffer like he suffered. Amen. Be rebuked, be despised, be rejected of men. Why? Because Jesus Christ was rejected of all men. And now, if you become a Christian, guess what? People are going to hate you. The devil's going to hate you. The demons in hell are going to hate you. You ain't going to have no friend. The only friend that I got, ooh, true friend, real friend, ultimate friend, eternal friend, is Jesus Christ. And that's who I'm trusting in. And I'm trusting in him, amen, that he'll give me the will, the power to preach this gospel to every creature until my time is up. In Jesus' name, amen. Watchmen on the wall. We have covered the last 17 years from 2006 to 2023. I've been preaching for 58 years. This October will be 58 years of the gospel of Jesus Christ 
that I've been preaching, and I haven't changed the message. I haven't tried to rigorous the message. I haven't tried to fix up the message. The message is the same, same message that Christ preached. He preached salvation. He preached love. He preached joy. He preached sanctification. He preached repenting. He preached baptismal. He preached that, and he lived it because he was God Almighty in the flesh. And he had no sin. He had no sin, couldn't sin, didn't have the willingness to sin, but he was tempted just like we are and yet without sin. And he came down here and lifted up. They lifted him up on the cross as a sin offering for who? Our sins, our lying, our cheating, our backbiting, our whoremongering. Oh, my God. I mean, sin on top of sin. Because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. My mother conceived me. And now when Christ came, he come to set me free. And I've been free ever since the Lord Jesus Christ came into my life. And the devil has been trying to bind me up. But I rebuke him right now in Jesus' name. Woo! And we'll end the book. We're in all the books, but the last book in the Bible, you know what that is, is the Revelation. Revelation. And we're just about to enter into Revelation. Revelation is what? Judgment up on the earth. Judgment up on the earth. There will be a seven-year judgment up on the earth. This will come when the removal of the body of Christ. When Christ removed his body, and his body is sanctified, his body has been cleansed, his body has been baptized with the Holy Ghost, his body has been redeemed by his own blood. Without their shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. There's no cleansing. There's no justification. There's no sanctification. And guess what? If you have not been born again, church goers too. A lot of people going to church have not been born again. A lot of preachers in the pulpit have not been born again. They said they've been called, but they've been called by the wrong entity. They've been called by the wrong God. And this God is, you know who, who the God of this world is. You know who God is the God of this world is. Let's see what the Bible says. Who is the God of this world? Let's go to Corinthians there, and I'm going to show you where it says exactly who is the God of this world. Let's go to Corinthians. Amen. In the book of Corinthians, we will find, amen, 4 and 4 in the book of Corinthians, and I think that is 1 Corinthians 4 and 4. Let's see if we can find that, amen, right there. We're going to read exactly what the Bible says. And I ain't talking about no guessing. I ain't talking about no making up. I'm talking about what God has said in his word. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's go to 2 Corinthians. I think I know it. I know it's in there. All right. Four and four. We'll read. We'll start from the... First verse, fourth verse. This is scripture now. This ain't no makeup. This is scripture. It says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Refers to the great covenant of grace made possibly by the cross. We will not fail to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and him crucified. 
Woo! This great covenant, the covenant of the cross, the covenant of the cross, that means God made a promise that he would die for the sins of the world. He made a covenant with man, and man is to accept this covenant. But men today will not accept this covenant. There are men today that have accepted this covenant, and when they receive the grace of God made possibly by the cross, we will not fail. We don't fail to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and what? Him crucified. That's it. Anything outside the crucifixion of Jesus Christ is not of God. The crucifixion is the key for the human race to be redeemed by the crucifixion, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Preach it. Preach it in the morning. Preach it in the afternoon. Preach it when the sun goes down. Whoa, look over here. Why? Because Jesus Christ is God's son, God himself, manifested in the flesh. Seen of angels, justified by the Spirit. So by me receiving Christ at the age of nine years old, I was called into the ministry at the age of 21, and ever since then, I I have knew no no other man, no other deity, no other God, but the God of the Lord and seed is Jesus Christ, God himself, that saved and sanctified my soul. He said, but we, we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftsmen, Handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But listen, we're not preaching this gospel deceitfully. We're not preaching this gospel in a lying way. We're preaching the gospel of truth. And the word of God is not deceitful. The word of God is right. It's right. It's right. It's right. It's right. You can't not mess with the word of God and think you're going to succeed because when you start messing with the word of God, you're bringing judgment up on your own head. You're bringing judgment up on your own soul. In, the, in that same book, 4 and 4, we get down to the, the third chapter. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is here to them that are lost. Let's say that again. But if our gospel is here, it is here to them that are lost. Christ and him crucified, lost because they will not accept the message of the cross. Amen. They will not accept the message of the cross. Why are people so cruel and mean and, 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 and selfish and murderers and liars and cheats and backbiters and whoremongers and homosexuals? Why are they in that shape? They're in that shape because of sin. Sin from the fall of Adam and Eve that ran all the way down through 6,000 years through the human race. Sin is what's the cause of men being the way they are. Sin is the cause of the world being in the condition it is because people will not obey the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it's here for them. People who don't want it, it's here. And those that do want it, guess what? God will open up their eyes. God will touch their heart. God will give them opportunity of mercy and grace and, and, and forgiveness. But those that don't want it, he said, if you reject me, 
I'll reject you. If you deny me, I'll deny you. You don't want to deny Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He is God Almighty in the flesh. When he died on the cross, that was God in the flesh. He said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why have you been far from me? Why don't you ask, why don't you hear my prayer? And that was Jesus on the cross when he, he could not pray for the last three hours he was on the cross. He could not pray because God turned his back on himself and he didn't answer prayer. The only prayer that was answered is when he said what? It is finished. The agony and the pain and the sorrow and the grief and the uh, 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 it, it, it was it was worse than a nightmare because Christ took every sin of the every human being on the planet. He took that and laid it on him. He became a sin offering and he paid the penalty of sin. Now the devil, the devil cannot hold you under the boundage of sin if you want to be set free. When he came up the, from the grave, Jesus Christ said, all power in heaven and earth is in my hand. I can be set free from whorish. I can set free from lying and cheating and backbiting. I can be set free and free from hate, free from prejudice. I can be set free because of the blood of Jesus Christ comes into my life through the Holy Spirit, and now my life becomes like Christ, and Christ was God Almighty, and God is love. So the love of God is shed abroad in my heart, and now I love everybody. Oh, I just love everybody. I don't love what, I don't love what you do. I don't love what you say. If it's not of God, if it's, if, if it's sinful, I don't love that. But I love you personally, and that's the way God loves. He loves you. He don't love that sin. He hates sin because we know sin is of the devil. Sin is of Beelzebub. Sin is of the, of, 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 of the old dragon and Lucifer and all these wicked spirits. That what? That came from heaven. They wasn't wicked until they was cast out of heaven when old Lucifer wanted to do what? Take over God's throne and be like God and, 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 and do what God does, and he got thrown out. I mean, he got thrown out like a boat of light and falling from heaven. Jesus said, I beheld Satan fall from heaven. And you talking about a long fall. That was a long fall. And then Lucifer came down here after God had created male and female, and he got up in the garden. When he got up in the garden, he said, now, I don't fail. I'm going to cause man to fall. And God told Adam and Eve exactly what to do in the garden. He said, don't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The day you eat it, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to be cut off from God. You're going to be a dead man walking. You're going to be in sin. You're going to be sinning when you, uh, you're going to be sinning at you can't sin as a baby, but you're going to be sinning because you're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. And guess what? The only way that you can be set free from sin is through Jesus Christ. And what did the devil say? What, 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 what is Satan like? Satan is like this. This is what Satan is. He says, in the fourth verse, he says, In whom the God of this world, who is the God of this world? Satan. Satan is the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, are willfully blinded. They want to be blind. 
They don't care if they find. They want to stay in their sin. They reject the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They want to keep on sinning, but yet still they want to go to heaven. They want to keep on lying and still want to go to heaven. They want to keep on lying and cheating and backbiting and old mother and still go to heaven. They don't want to repent. And so what? They willfully want to stay blind. The message of the cross, who is the image of God, who alone is the image of God, should shine unto them if men reject the cross they have in a, they have in effect rejected Christ if men if men reject the cross they have in effect rejected Jesus Christ if you reject the cross of Christ And since Satan is the god of this age, he's the god of what? This age, this time zone. He's been the god of this age for 6,000 years. He's been ruling mankind. He's been controlling mankind. He's been killing and murdering and raping. He's been damning souls into hell because they refuse to reject the blood of Jesus Christ. They refuse to reject the mercy of God. They re- refuse to reject the crucifixion and the burial and the death and the resurrection. They refuse. They said, man, I got my own religion. I got my own way to get to heaven. And so Satan said, I'm the God of this age. I'm the God of the souls of men who are in the, under the influence of my power. And majority of the world today is lost. It was is lost from the Garden of Eden all the way across until 2023. 2023, men are still lost. Still, men still want to say God is dead and that he's lost his mind. And men today are trying to bury God. Some are trying to say that he ain't nothing to him. Some, some are saying that he's mean and cruel. But that's a lie because Satan is the God of this world, and he's always, he's always trying to belittle God Almighty because God said, you ain't taking this mess up in my kingdom. You got to go, devil. You got to go, Beelzebub. You got to go, Lucifer. You got to go, Satan. You got to go, the old red dragon. You, the, the, you, 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 the one that's causing all this. And so I'm gonna have to dethrone you. And the devil's been dethroned ever since he was dethroned in heaven. And now he's a prince, power of the air, and he rules in the children of disobedience. And like I said, majority of the world is lost. How do I know it's lost? Because if Jesus Christ came, you know what he said. Do you know what Jesus said? This is what Jesus said. He said, before I come back to earth, before I come back to earth, before I rapture the church, before I uh, bring on the tribulation period, before I uh, bring on the 28th judgment, before Israel, before Israel become a nation, guess what? At the close of the church age, I will, I will remove my body from the world. I will take every born-again believer that have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ and were willing enough to confess with their mouth and believe with their heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The Bible said, Thou shalt be saved. So he's going to take all saved people, S-A-V-E-D, S-A-V-E-D, period, saved, sanctified, set apart from sin by what? 
by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're justified by faith. Huh? Come on, you justify by faith. God, Jesus Christ, makes you right if you put your faith in him. And when you put your faith in him, you're telling him, Lord, I want your righteousness. And your righteousness can only come by his blood because his blood is the one that sanctifies. And so now Jesus said, before I come back, he said, as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man come. And what was it like in the days of Noah? Let's see what Genesis says in the sixth chapter of, of Genesis. Let's see what the world was like in Genesis 6 chapter real quick. Let's see what uh, uh, Noah had to put up with. Amen. And saints of God has to put up with all this mess that's going on today. Amen. And let me tell you, God is getting tired of it. And guess what? Let's see what it was like in Noah's day. Sixth chapter of Genesis says this. As it came to pass, when men began to what? Multiply up on the face of the earth. And the daughters of men were born into them. And they were fair, and they took them wise of all which they chose. This is what it said. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, but that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. God has been striving with man, he said, for 120 years. Now, what you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about God has been striving with man for what? 6,000 years. 6,000 years God has been striving. How do you know that? Well, there's a 50-year there, a, 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 a jubilee. Every 50 years there's a jubilee. 120 years times 50 gives you 6,000 years. God has been striving with man for 6,000 years. He's been, he's been waning. He's been yearning. He's been calling. He's been merciful. He's been kind. He's been forgiven. Even with Israel, he's been kind to the Gentiles. He's been merciful to Israel. He's been striving with man to get him to turn from sin. And man says no. And the Bible said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the sons of, when, when, when the Son of Man comes. All right? He said, there were giants in the earth in those days, and of all after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bore children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men over now. What happened here? What happened here? Something happened. And what happened? i tell you what happened. Satan had a plan to disrupt and corrupt the human race. That's what his plan was. He wanted to corrupt the whole human race. He wanted to make the human race foul and messed up and sinful. So what he did, he conjured with 200 angels on top of Mount Hermon. That's over in the Middle East. The mountain is under the day. 
200 angels linked up with Lucifer because when Lucifer fell from heaven, he made a vow. He made a vow to himself. He made a vow to God, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to defile the whole human race because you cast me out of heaven. Satan was mad. He was mad as hell. You cast me out of heaven. You cast me to the earth, and you dethrone me. You let me become a, a, a not anointed cherubim no more. I became a debauchery to the human race. I became a debauchery against you because I'm going to get even with you to let you know I'm still going to be a god. I'm still going to rule the world. I'm still, and he's been trying it for the last 6,000 years. And what's happening now is Satan says, in this time, the days of Noah, he got 200 angels on Mount Hermon, and they made a vow. He said to these angels, I want y'all to incarnate y'all self. I want you to become like a human, which you would not ever be like a human, because angels can't be human, but they can conjure and incarnate themselves and come and look like a human. Satan got that kind of power. Wicked, wicked, wicked. And so what he did, these angels saw what? The daughters of men. He saw the human race that had not been defiled. And he told those angels to cohabitate with these daughters of men and bring forth Nephilims, Nephilims, because the DNA in the angel, and the DNA in a human being is different. You cannot, child cannot be born in the image of God through angels. They're defiled. They are messed up. And when they die, they become demons. So they cannot be saved. So what happened, these angels cohabitated with the human race, and they brought forth giants. Great, big, tall men, 15 feet, 20 feet high. And they were cohabitating in the days of Noah. And it became so wicked and so foul. Listen what it says. Listen what God said after this has happened. He said, the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them that became mighty men, which were of renown. Mighty men, men of renown, shoots down the hypothesis of these terms referring merely to the linkage of Seth and the linkage of Cain. No, it's not to refer. Cain was not the cause of that. It was angels that was cause of this. And so what fifth verse said, and God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth. These men of renown, the giants, were developing more and more ways of wickedness. And that very imagination of the thought of his heart was only what? Evil, continually, continually. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man comes. And guess what? These things haven't went away. These things have these angels haven't went away. They are still trying to cohabitate with the human race, trying to defile the human race. And God said the wickedness was great in the earth. And he said it got so bad, it stopped the 
nostrils of God's nostrils. It smelled stinky. It was messy. It was diabolical. It was demonized. It was Nephilim. It was all kinds of wickedness that was going on. They were having sex with animals. They were having sex with, with, the, with the human race. They were having oral sex. They were having they were having homosexual sex. They were having uh, lesbian sex. They were the, the, the Nephilim got so hungry and the food was running out, they began to eat the human race by mouth, by chewing them up, ooh, and by sucking their blood. It was wicked. And God said, I can't take no more. I got to do something. And what did he do? And it repented. It got so bad that the Lord said, it repented the Lord that he had made man up on there. God said, I'll never do it again. I'll never do this again. And you know, the first time was enough for God because he already knew what was going to happen before it happened. But it had to happen in order to show the power of God. That's why Satan fell, to show the power of God. God is all powerful. Satan ain't powerful. He's just a monkey hanging on a vine, trying to swing the plan of God away. But God said, I'm going to build me a church. I'm going to build me a kingdom. I'm going to build me a theocracy government and where I will rule, rule forever. And I'm going to use fallen man to redeem him through what? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Not by me just going to church. Not by me not paying my tithes and offer. Not by me riding fine clothes and driving fine cars and talking motivation speeches and flipping and dipping. I, I ain't talking about that. I'm going to build my church out of my death, out of my birth, and out of my resurrection. I'm going to redeem people that they can live with me forever without sinning anymore. And the only way that I can stop man from sinning, he, first he got I want to stop, and then I got the blood, too. Jesus got the blood, honey. He got the blood. It's more powerful than the locomotive, more t- powerful than any atomic bomb. It'll blow sins to smithereens if you really want to know Jesus Christ, and he'll fill you with his love, and that's what God is doing now. He's saving folks. Don't you think God ain't saving so? He's saving souls all over the world. And the church is laying in the background talking about, well, we know we don't we don't know when time Jesus is coming. We don't we I think we got a little more time and they plan hip hop and they plan jitterbug, they plan everything, they plan half hearted religion and religion to drive you to hell. The only way that you can come to Jesus Christ is through the salvation that was put out for Jesus that, that Jesus Christ brought. Listen to what it said. And the Lord said, It grieved him to his heart. And here comes the answer. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created. From what? From the face of the earth. I'm going to wipe him off the face of the earth. I'm going to wipe wickedness off the face of the earth. I'm going to get rid of this mess because I can't take it no more. And Jesus Christ said, like I told you before, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the Son of Man. And now we're living in a Noah-type generation for the last time. The first time it was water. Second time it's going to be fire. And if you don't believe me, catch a news report. The world is on fire, and folks don't even know it. It's burning up everything. It's burning up idols. It's burning up cities. It's burning, burning, burning. Why? Because this time ain't going to be no swimming. This time it ain't going to be no dipping. This time it ain't going to be no time for 
for you to, 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 to get a drink of water because, number one, there ain't going to be no water during the tribulation period. Men are going to be starving for water. They're going to have to drink blood. They're going to have to drink woodworm. Why? Because God said, I'm going to wipe man from off the face of the earth. Why? Because of wickedness. God just ain't going to destroy somebody unless they have a, unless they have a vendetta. Unless they tell God to take the cross, take the blood, take the resurrection, and shove it. God ain't going to destroy you if you accept his son, Jesus Christ. If you come to Jesus Christ and repent of your sins and, and let the world, let the, let God know, Lord, I'm a low-down, wretched sinner. I was born in sin. I was shaped in iniquity. There's no way I can get rid of this mess. There's no way I can get rid of this homosexuality. There's no way I can do it. The only way that I can do it is I got to come to your son, Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ has all power in heaven and earth in his hand. Guess what God did? He said, I'm a white man from off the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping things and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. And God said, I'm going to do it. I got to do it. I can't tolerate sin. I can't tolerate all this shit crazy living and lifestyle that people. And he's saying the same thing today. Um, he's just been so merciful. He's been, oh, God is so merciful. He's so merciful to mankind. He's so kind and merciful that people don't even recognize how merciful he is. But I know he's merciful because he saved me one day. And when he saved me, he did a perfect job. He saved me for how long? Forever. I'm a saved, sanctified, sealed, baptized, hammer, sludge hammer driving preacher. I drive the word of God and let you know God ain't playing. And I let you know God is nothing but love, 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 love in the morning, love at night, love all the time, love. He's showing his love now. He's been merciful. He's been kind. He's been kind to you, and yet still you want to try to jive him. You want to try to shuck and jive God. You can't do it. Preachers are trying to shuck and jive God. Church members trying to shuck and God. You've got to be born again. I don't care how good you work. I don't care how you work in the church. You can go to church and tell your, your face look like the front door of the church. But most people that's going, that's going to church today, they're going to end up going through the front door and end up in the basement going to hell because they did not come to Christ. They have a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power. Here's what God's going to do. But Noah found grace in his sight of the Lord. These are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. And he what? Walked with God. You hear that? He walked with God. How can you walk with God? You walk with God by faith. And when you walk with God by faith, guess what? You're walking with God. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. For you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. So what we saying? What we saying, preacher? I'm saying the world today is in the same shape that it was in the days of Noah. All these entities, all these demons, all these Nephilim, all these fallen angels, all these scorpions that's in the heart of the earth, all these four angels that's locked up in the Euphrates River, right now they're locked up. They're going to be set loose. 
And when they'll set loose, they're going to roam the earth like a hound dog. And God said, because man is ensured of loving wickedness, I'm going to give it to him. I gave him my son, Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago. God gave his only begotten son that whosoever come to him and repent of their sin, I'll give them eternal life. And the world is spitting at it. The world is rejecting it. The world is laughing at it. The world is saying, I don't want that. I don't want the cross. I don't want his blood. I don't want to be guilty. You're guilty whether you accept him or not. And the Bible tells me if a man don't repent, he shall likewise perish. And the world today said, well, I don't care. I'm going to hell anyway. I'm going to do what I want to do. And God said, I'm going to call Noah to come forth. And he called Noah a just man, feared God, and he reverenced God, and respected God. And God told him, Noah, all flesh has become rotten before me, evil. He said, and God looked up on earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupt his ways up on the earth. Look at our world today. It's corrupt. It's corrupt from top to bottom. People walking around crazy. People walking around don't know where they come from, don't know where they're going. People walking around don't care nothing about nobody. People shooting and killing and murdering and raping. And people using little girls and the 50 and 60-year-old men having sex with little girls and, and, and porn sex and, and child pornography and old folks, young folks, crazy folks, black folks, yellow folks, all have come corrupt before the Lord God Almighty in heaven. And God said, I'm tired. And I know God don't get tired, but one thing, I know God gets tired. He gets tired of folks talking about him, not realizing he's all-powerful. He's an almighty God. He can do anything he want to do. Nobody can, can condemn him, and nobody can bury him. Nobody can set him on fire. Nobody can get rid of him because he was here before you got here, and when you dead and gone and pushing up daisies, guess what? God will still be here, and guess what? If you don't accept his son, you're going to be burning in hell. Don't go. Listen to what it says. And God said, Noah, since all flesh has become corrupt before me, I'm going to cause it to rain. I'm going to cause it to rain. Are you, Brother Jackson, are you in yet? Yes, sir. Okay, let me know, bro. Let me know, because I'm, I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. I'm going to give you the opportunity to come on in here and, and, okay. and, 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 walk on, and walk on this little bit. All right, we're living in that time now where the old demonic evil spirits that have fell from heaven thousands and thousands of years ago before uh, uh-huh. a, a man was put on the earth, Satan has revived them and brought them back in a more powerful sense. Because men today, there's more people up on the earth, 
and more people have rejected God and rejected his son and rejected his Holy Spirit and rejected everything that could deal with holiness. And so they become stronger and stronger and stronger in places where Christ is not named. Anytime you don't find Christ in the midst, ooh, look at here, look at here. If you, don't find, if you don't find Christ in your home, hell is in there. If you don't find Christ on the street, hell is on the street. If you don't find Christ in beer joints and whole houses, Christ is not there. The devil's there, and he rules in the drug world. He rules in the sex world. He rules. Why? Because Christ is not there. In order for you to come out of that, you got to turn away from that. And the world is saying, we love it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do whatever we want to do. But God says, no, all flesh has come to the end. I'm going to flood the world with water. I'm going to drown every soul that reject the ark. Those that don't come on the ark, those that don't repent, those that don't come to Christ and walk on that ark so Noah can shut the door, I'll give them an opportunity to come. I'll plead with them. I'll strive with them until the day they enter the ark. And guess what? Only eight souls were saved during the time of the flood. Come on now. And there were billions of people. There were wicked people. There were Nephilim up there. There was demons. There were people ship-shaping. Ship-shaping. You don't know what ship-shaping is? Ship-shaping is on the world today. It's on the world market today. There are Hollywood movie stars that says ship-shaping. They can shake themselves because they're not human. They're lizards. They're demonic spirits that can change your shape of your body. Go to Hollywood. Go in some of these churches. Go in some of these occult churches. Go in some of these places where God is, is excluded and the devil has full control. And when the devil has full control, he can enter your body and change the shape of your eye and change the shape of your thinking and have you doing God's work. And they, you know what they can do? They can be movie stars or ship-shaped. And the world is looking mm-hmm. at these movie stars. And they're beautiful movie stars. Beyonce, all those uh, Rama, whatever name Rama, and Guy Guy. Those people are ship-shaped. Don't you know the Illuminati ship-shaped? Don't you know the Luciferian ship-shaped? Don't you know wicked synagogue of Satan is the cause of ship-shaking? Because ship-shaking belongs to Satan. Satan is in control. The Masons, the New World Order, the Vatican is in ship-shaking. They believe in witchcraft. They believe in aliens. And aliens is not aliens. They're demons. Demons are working every day, every hour, every minute, every second. And if you don't have no divine protection, good God Almighty, you in jeopardy. Your soul is in jeopardy if you haven't been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And that's why I'm trying to tell you right now, you ain't going to hear this in the church. You ain't going to hear this in the church, let me tell you, unless that church is full, baptized with the Holy Ghost and the preacher's on fire. And he's talking about from Genesis to Revelation. If he ain't mentioning the Revelation, you got to watch out for him because he's not going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in Revelation. But you don't have to tell. Hey, I don't have to tell you. Read it yourself. It's going to be hell on earth. That's why Paul was trying mm-hmm. to tell us. Confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart that the Lord Jesus Christ died and he's coming back to get a church without a spot or wrinkle. Come on, church. 
Come on, dead preachers. Come on, choir members. Quit thinking you can sing your way to heaven. You can't dress your way to heaven. You can't put on your That's lipstick right. and your little short dresses and come in there switching and talking about you going to heaven. You a child of God. You 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 know, you're a loitering. You're a loitering. You you you're standing in front of these men and you ain't dressing yourself right. These young men are looking at you because they're gonna look. If you got a long dress on, but they're gonna look double look if you got these little skimpy dresses on. Don't you know that's the devil? That's the devil trying to show you something. That's the devil that won't make a play with you, huh? I give you some if you do a certain thing. Oh, this go- it's in the church. It's in the church of Thyatira. It was in the church of Sardis. It was in the church of Laodicea. It was in the church of Pergamos, and it was a little bit touching in Ephesus. But let me tell you, it got worse. In the Laodicean church age. My God, I hope I, I told you something. But anything, good God Almighty, and I'm going to give it to the brother. Anything, uh, any organization that leaves out the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that Jesus Christ right. is God Almighty in the flesh and that he died and rose again and he's coming back to get a church. If the church is not preaching it, sanctification through Jesus Christ, cleansing of your soul and your spirit, guess what? You're in the wrong church. Go ahead, brother. Amen, doctor. All glory be to the most high. Amen. Revelation, amen, the 10th chapter, verse 1. Just want to touch on that real quick. Amen. Amen. If you could read verse one for me, brother, my my Bible's torn. Oh, well, okay. I got it right here. I think I think I got it right here. Revelation Amen. 10. Revelation one. Got it. it says, and I saw another mighty angel, and he had Woo! in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. Amen. And then it says in verse two, it says, and he and he had in his hand a little book open yeah he set his right foot upon the sea and left foot on the earth amen and cried with a loud voice as with a lion roared and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices i was about to write and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. And the my angel which God, I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him, saying, swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, Come that on. there should be time no longer but in the but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of god shall should be finished as have declared to his service the prophets amen i'm gonna stop right there amen. go ahead brother you know we you know amen you know we don't know what the seven thunders are this is a great mystery to the church amen it's not revealed it's only going to be revealed at that time, uh, in the last three, approaching the last three and a half years, or in the last three and a half Come years, on, preacher. amen, of the great tribulation. And the reason why we say the last three and a half years, because we know this is pertaining to judgments and punishments, which is known, the seven years is known as the tribulation, but the last three and a half years is known 
as the great tribulation. Amen. We know that's going to be great because why? Christ is going to unleash his judgments and punishments upon the wicked at that time. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen, amen. There's so much going on right now in the world. We see that uh, China and Russia, they're they're basically teasing with the U.S., amen. People are going on about their merry way as if they don't see this, amen. But this is something to take into consideration, amen. We cannot ignore this, amen, as a church, amen. We have to teach and definitely let the people know what's going on. A lot of preachers are not talking about it. A lot of them don't know about Revelation. But again, amen, those of us that know about Revelation, those of you that know about Revelation, we encourage you to share this information with your family, with your friends, amen, even with your enemies, as you share the book of Revelation, amen, especially with the things amen, that's going on. A lot of people, amen, a lot of people take this as this is not, uh, this is not what we think it is. This ain't. Uh, the tribulation is not about is not about to happen. God's not about to come back and get the church. And you hear people in the church talk like this, speak about this. They're come denying on, man. that Christ is coming back. Amen. They're denying that Christ is coming back to get the church. People are so wrapped up, like you were saying earlier, brother. The world is so selfish, so so selfish. All they care about is self things, materialistic things. They're not setting their sights on the return of Christ. They're not setting their sights on eternal life, amen, things are going to bless them in eternity. Just because you attend church, that's not enough. How often do you read your Bible? How often do you study your Bible? Amen? Amen. You got to be in the Word, amen? And you know what? I was thinking about this as I was reading this and I was uh, studying uh, Revelation 10, this message, amen, I hadn't got a chance to reach. I'm going to read now a little bit more because uh, what John talks about, the scripture talks about, is John eating the scrolls. In fact, let me go ahead and finish reading because it's only down to verse All 11. All right, go ahead, brother. And then I'm going to share something else with you. Amen. And what did I stop off at? Verse 7, what I stop off at? Amen. Yeah, you're on eight, eight. verse now. Yeah, yeah, I stopped at. Amen. It says, And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book, watch this, which is open in the hand of the angel which stand up upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. He said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Amen. Amen. Now watch this. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth, sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. He said unto me, Thou must prophesy against, again, before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Amen. What that uh, brings me to, amen, is Revelation, the third chapter. I think about Revelation, the third chapter, amen. If we go over there real quick, and we All think right. about the, the message that's being preached to the lost, amen. Yeah. Amen. To many, uh, I said, what did he say in verse 11? He said, he said and, you, and he said unto me, thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. 
the message that the church for the past 2,000 years has spoken, amen, has been before what? Many peoples and nations and songs and kings. If you go over to Revelation 3, amen, verse 14, it says, And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans, right, these things said the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, and that thou art cold nor hot. All right. I was cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Amen. But as the same thing that you were saying about so many people in church, are just attending church, but they don't have salvation. They have not confessed with their mouth, nor believed in their heart. They have not received salvation. Amen. So when you realize the coming of the uh, Lord, uh, the, the coming of Christ, amen, remember the coming of Christ is A and B. A is what? Yeah. The gathering together of the saints, the, the rapture, yeah. amen, the church. Yeah. B is when he returns. So the first time Christ is going to come back, amen, he's not going to touch the earth. He's going to gather together the saints. That's before the tribulation. The second time he returns, he's going to actually touch the earth. And when? At the very end of the seven-year Come on, tribulation. preacher. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Amen. Seven-year tribulation. Amen. And so the lost condition of the unsaved and the lukewarmness, amen, of believers, some, some are believers, amen, some of them are not believers. They're just really lukewarm in the church. Come on, amen. come just on. In church. Amen. So the realization became bitter. Amen. The word of God is what? Sweet like honey. Amen. Amen. Sweet like honey. Amen. And so we know that uh, as we read down in Revelation, the third chapter, verse 17, watch what it says. Why why, why, why are we talking about this? We are in the last church age. Like like you just said, nobody is concerned about the return of Christ. People are more concerned about how much money they got in the bank. What they gonna do next? What are they gonna spend their next dollar? What are they gonna spend their next vacation? And what they buy for the holidays? What they get for the birthday? Amen. Like you said, there is no concern about God. There's no concern on, about preacher. where you gonna spend all eternity. There's no concern about even those that are in church. Come on. No consideration of the work of God. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. 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 Praise God. All right. All right. All right. Now watch this. Revelation, the third chapter. Verse 17. Watch what it says. Go ahead. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with wisdom, uh-huh. and have need of nothing, and know uh-huh. not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor. And blind and naked. Lord, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Come on. That thou mayest be rich and white raiment. That thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eyes fall. That thou. All right. Amen. Amen. So, amen. 
If they have not chosen God, you have the opportunity today. Brother, I was looking at that the other day online. Amen. I was looking at that the other day online when we were talking about how many people die in a day. 150,000 people die a day in the world. That is just, to me, that's mind-blowing. 150,000 people per day. Amen. Die. That's a lot of people. Amen. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And I think we did the math on that to say how many people per year die. During 65 days in a year. Amen. Amen. So we did the the math. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. 2.7 billion over over a 50-year period. Amen. So if you divide that, that's 54 million souls per year. Now, that is a lot of people. You know, I never looked at it that way, but that is a lot of people. A lot of people, amen. man. So a lot is, of souls. This is why, amen, this is why we preach the gospel, and this is why we continue to teach the word, irregardless of whether, amen, people want to hear it or they want to listen. I mean, you see our ministers and preachers talking about uh, they, 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 they don't want to talk about the book of Revelation. It's too scary, amen. It's not that time. We're not in those times. And you, in case you wonder, well, well, what time do you think we're in? What time is it? We, amen. What time is it? Amen. We see so many things, amen, according to the Bible. Amen. Some people don't think that this thing with China and Russia, excuse me, they don't think this thing is real. Amen. I, I, I seriously doubt, and this is just my opinion, that the world's going to continue to go on the way it is. Bro, yes, I've been right. thinking about this all week long. I've been thinking about this because I know they've been talking about uh, the Russian and Chinese ships up there by Alaska. And I can't help but to think to myself, I say, man, I say, this is just getting too close. It's just, it's just going to happen. It's not being negative. It's not wishing death upon people. It's not wishing death on the earth. China, Come on, I think about this, bro. I think about this. I believe it's North Korea that was allies with China back then when uh, China and Korea got into that. I mean, South North Korea and South Korea got into that war. I believe it was North Korea that allied with China. I can't remember which one it was, but China had, had, was like allies with them. And you would think North Korea and South Korea would be they they will be allies. They're brotherly nations, but they hate one another. Still today, yeah. they're odds. They got a peace treaty, but they do not like one another. And these are brotherly nations. Amen. They're basically brothers that don't like one another. Come on, and you preacher. Think for one moment, with this all this talk between Russia, China, the United States, the United Nations, Amen, prepping for war. Talking it's about biblical. War. Yes, sir. Uh, Yes, it's biblical. Amen. It's right, but it's biblical. You see, uh, um, these different countries are having issues. Russia is warning America about continuing to aid uh, uh, aid Ukraine because they know that America is supplying Ukraine with billions of dollars worth of supply. And they're warning America to stop aiding them. And then you know, China and Russia, they are right there, hand in hand. They are allies. Yeah, North Lord. Korea, and I and I could be saying it wrong. It's either North Korea or South Korea. I don't know which one or allies, but they have not forgotten the intervention.
that the United States had in that war. They have not forgotten. Yes, sir. Amen? Yes, sir. They have not forgotten. Yes, sir. They are still upset with the U.S. for intervening in that war. Amen. Don't Come on, preacher. Japan, people keep talking about Japan is an ally of the United States. Don't you think that Japan ain't forgot what the United States did? Come on, preacher. Don't get me, amen. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they were right. They were wrong, too, to attack Pearl Harbor. But I'm saying still, the response of dropping a bomb on a nation, I don't think, I can't remember any other time in history. And, brother, I know you've been in the military. You've been around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I can't remember any other time in the history of mankind that a bomb has been dropped on a nation. And, and kill that many people. I can't think of two of them. Yeah, two bombs. Yeah, yeah. Two bombs. Big boy two and, bombs. And, and little man. Yeah, little big man, big boy. That is big boy, little man, and big boy. That's it. And I just, I'm just like, that's unbelievable to drop a bomb on a nation. And and, and I know that the, the effects of it was to end the war. They want the war to be over because. So many tens of millions of people lives were lost, and yes, I didn't yes. know that over seventy million lives were lost total. That's to the war, and I wonder if that's the war with starvation and the war, or if that was just war. But seventy million people—that's a lot of people. If if we was to go to war now, yeah, yeah, but that's the same thing I said. It would be devastating. Yes, brother. It ain't no peanut. No. Yeah, but you, China, Russia, the United States, and uh, uh, Europe, all the European nations. Amen. And then you got these other little nations that are kind of taking sides. And now there's some conflict going on there in, overall in there in Africa. Uh, there's rumors that that you know some of the African nations are warring together. Come it's on. not the, the 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 thing is is that. People, these countries are sick and tired of being pushed around by other countries. They're tired of bullying. Everybody wants to be their own power. Everybody wants to say, we want to control our own way. And I respect that. Amen? And so the, the powers that be now, either they're going to allow these nations to rule, which I understand why America doesn't, because, amen, you got to look at what America has done to get where they're at. And America yeah. don't want retaliation because they let these countries be free. They already know that some of these countries, you know, they've been talking years about Korea's been threatening to use nuclear war, I mean, nuclear weapons as soon as they get them. So America's trying to keep nuclear weaponry out of their hands. But we know this is inevitable. That's the point I'm making. It's going to happen. It, whether it be this year, next year, five years, ten years, is going to happen. It's a sad thing. Come on. Nobody wants to talk about it. No one wants to believe it. Nobody wants war. The world is probably at one of the most greatest moments in history of mankind. You could become rich in one year. People are becoming millionaires in one year. People are, are, are spending money. They're vacationing. They're going places all over the world now. Amen. Come on. Being sights. They're enjoying life. There's social media. There's all kind of entertainment. It's all kind of fun. The Bible all says, kinds of stuff. so as it was, amen, but there you go, all kinds of fun. The Bible says it over in Luke, 
For as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it Come be on. in the Come return on. of the Son of Man. People are going to be partying, having fun, enjoying life, giving in marriage. Amen. You got Come on. gay Come folks on. getting married. That they are they are more than happy to let you know that they that their partner is the same the same sex. You see it all the time. It's like they want you to know what they are and who they are. Amen. So the Tell world is at a is at a moment to where it's just in it's explosive. It's enjoying, Amen. The fruits of six thousand years worth of what? Come on, preacher. Sin, six thousand years worth of sacrifice, demonic, satanic, luciferian sacrifice. Amen. Amen. And Come you on, think man. about these things. Where did all this start? I mean, we know it started with the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Lucifer has been building different kingdoms all over the planet. You have Come Eden, on, man. Power. Tell it. Amen. Amen. These different nations, uh, Rome, Greek, uh, the Syrian nation that has just been building their, their uh, 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 these nations and that they have been serving under Luciferian rule. And as we see, the, 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 the Hebrew Israelite people have constantly suffered under these powers. Have yeah. They have Come constantly on. suffered under these powers. You think about um, in the Garden of Eden. We think about over in the book of Revelation, the 12th chapter, that Lucifer has been warring with the seed of Adam with the seed of, uh, of of the children of Israel since the beginning of time. Come amen. on, preacher, that's uh, right. Uh, that's uh, right. He, amen. He's been warned with the with the uh, nation of God, God's chosen people. God brought them out of Egypt. Then what they go next? They would disobey God. They wouldn't obey God. They went back into captivity through through who? The Babylonians. Amen. Come on. They have constantly been under. Then you see the persecution. The Roman persecution. You see that all these nations, even today, the United States, the people of God, have always slavery. We've seen these people all over the earth suffer at the hand of this Luciferian, satanic, wicked system. Come on, preacher. Tell me like it is. You know what? You say, you know what? It's going to happen. It's got to happen. At some point, it's going to come to an end. It's going to come to an end. At some point, it's going to stop. God's going to, in this time, the exodus is going to be worse. The last time God took them through the Red Sea, this time God's going to take them through the clouds in the sky. Come on, preacher. He's going to call the church home. And not only come on. us that is alive that, that and remain, but the scripture said that he's going to raise those from the dead that have been deceased for 2,000 years, Lord have mercy, since the burial resurrection of Christ, 2,000 years he's going to resurrect the dead. That's a lot of souls. We gave you the That's a lot of souls. Yeah. That's a lot of souls. 2.7 billion people since, since I've been on the earth 50 years have died, and we don't know how many of folks have been saved. But I can tell you right now, I'm quite sure there's a great number. John, what did John say? John said, yeah. I saw a number yeah. that no man could number. Yes, sir. This is what Judge said. He said, I saw a number that no man could no number. No man could number. And you, amen. And you go back to Revelation 3 and 10. What does it say? 
I know what you said. Uh-huh. Kept the word, amen, of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Those of us that study the word, we already know what that is. The hour of temptation amen. is amen. the tribulation period, the seven-year period. And also mainly, and namely what? The last three and a half years, the great tribulation. The great so, tribulation. So terrible. Amen. I started out with what? The seven thunders. It's a mystery. We don't know what the thunders are. We know. I know, man, if one thing that can scare me, brother, is thunder. This is the one thing that would make me, amen, obey. Amen. I stop doing what I'm doing. Amen. It, it make you tremble. That's right. It grabs yes, your attention. Sir. God will get your attention. He knows how to get your attention. And the Bible says not just one thunder, not Seven. just two. Not just three, <laughs> but he says, Come on. seven thunders. Man, seven makes me thunders. wonder, what's going to be in those thunders? One of the greatest mysteries of Revelation is we have no clue. See, the thing is that there's going to be some things that, we, that, that we're not going to expect, we don't know about, because John wasn't able to write about. But the fact that God allowed John to mention the seven thunders but then told John, John, stop writing. Don't write. Yeah, stop writing. Don't write. He told him to stop. Don't stop. share that information. But we are aware that something great is going to happen that last three and a half years of judgment when Christ is going to rain down judgments and punishments on the wicked. On the wicked. Lord, have mercy. Ain't you glad that you saved? Come on, preacher. Aren't you glad Tell you them. Christ today? Come on, Aren't preacher. Aren't you glad that you know that, that when it's all said and done, Amen. I'm going to get back a little bit. i got a few more minutes. That time go by fast. But aren't you sure glad you. that you received Christ? Let me share this with you. Go ahead. Verse 8, Revelation 3rd chapter, verse 18. It says, And I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. This is Christ speaking. He says, I'm talking to you. Not really a plea, but almost a plea. He said, I'm counseling. I'm talking to you. I'm sharing the words. That's what we do. We counsel to the congregation. We counsel to the people. We're counseling to the people that's listening to us because you want to know why? We want you to buy of Christ gold tried in the fire. Mean that it won't Come be on. consumed. It Come will last on. for all eternity. Yeah. What I what he get only what we do for Christ will last for all eternity. He said that thou mayest be rich, not earthly rich, not rich with, with cars and how he said, I got silver and gold in heaven. I got many mansions. He said, Now that I'm gonna give you the greatest gift in existence. Everybody wants to live forever. I'll never forget when I was on my job a few months ago and this lady said, I don't know what happened. And her family or what was going on in her world, I don't know if somebody, she lost somebody or somebody was sick. But she said, she just said it. We was, we was just working there. And she just said out the blue, I wish everybody could live forever. I was thinking, myself, Come on. wow. And I said, there is a way. Amen. She didn't ask what the way it was. So I left it at that. But amen. But you think about that. Everybody wants to live forever. Everybody hates death. I've lost loved ones that I wish I hadn't lost, that I wish that they were still here with me today. 
We all want to live forever. We all want to enjoy one another. Nobody likes death. Nobody. I think about the people that have died here recently. In your city, you think about people that you hear about on the news, or you see people may have passed on that you know. Uh, my brother, he was saying about another person that they knew passed on. He said, God is calling them home. When we see people just passing away, dying, whether we know Come them on. or don't know them. Come on. The Christ is steady talking to your heart today. I counsel thee. He said, in white raiment, you'll be clothed, and all your sins will be wiped away. Yeah. When you did it, how you did it, who you did it to. He said, your sins will be wiped away. None of Come on. Amen. And he said, on, he said, that thou mayest be clothed. Don't you know that? We, we have been purchased. And all you have to do is just receive salvation. See, it's something when somebody gives you a free, free gift so great. He said, your ticket's already made. He said, come on, get on the glory bound train. My dad used to come on, all the time when I was a kid. I was like, what is he talking about the glory bound train? What is my dad? I'm thinking about a train. But that, that was a figure of speech to say that he's coming back to get to church. Ooh, go right. That was a thing back in his day and time for them to say, the glory bound train. He used to smile and dance and talk about the glory bound train. And all you can yeah. think about, I remember there used to be this uh, cartoon that he just showed and, and you know, these little cartoon characters were trying to catch this train into heaven. Here's your opportunity right now to get on this glory-bound train. And he's going he's gonna to wash your sins away. You're going to get a new rain. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. And, so that the, and, it, and it says in the scripture, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And, brother, I heard you earlier in the show when you were saying, and I, I know, just studying the word, and we talked about this, that when you stand before Christ, he's not going to condemn you. But you know who's going to be ashamed? Come on. You don't have a white raiment. You have nothing to be ashamed of before God and Christ because he's already died for your sins. But Come deep on. within yourself, you're going to know that I could have did more. I could have did better. Amen. Yeah, amen, brother. Tell that. So, so Tell the shame it. is going to come from within. It's going to come from you because you're going to be just having tears. No, it's just tears of joy. But there's going to be some tears of sorrow because you're going to think about those souls that are down in hell, that are lost. And if you could have did just a little bit more, you could have touched the soul come on, and preacher. pulled the soul out of the fire. And redeem them from everlasting hell, from yeah. everlasting damnation. You could have did more. I could have did more. Amen. I'm talking about myself. Amen. Talking Me about, too. Amen. Not just you, myself. Amen. We always give Amen. 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 It says that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Amen. Amen, And anoint brother. thine eyes with eyesaw that thou mayest see as many as I love. I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, 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 therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This right here, I love verse 20. Amen. My daddy's talking about this. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Ain't that something? And knock. And knock. That means he's consistent. <laughs> he's standing at the door. He doesn't just sit at the door and just knock. 
and want somebody to open. Your sister yeah. is knocking. He was, he's consistent. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I mean, he's not going to give up. God is so merciful. He's not going to give up. I'm sorry, but I'll me take that much time. Amen. No, go, ahead, brother. Go, ahead. go ahead, brother. Come on. Come on. Amen. 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 All glory be to God. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's not going to give up. God's not going to give up on you. He loves you so much. He desires so much for you to be saved and not to be lost. God wants no man to go to hell. No man. Not, no, I, amen. Bro, I was thinking about this today on the job, how these people get on the social media sites. And it's just to get views. It's just to make money. And they say stuff like, oh, I've been to heaven. Oh, I've been to hell. Let me share two scriptures. Let me share some scriptures with you. Amen. Go I'm ahead, not going to go to them now because I'm going to take a time. So I'm, gonna, ahead, I'm just going to share them with you. you. If you know the Bible, you study the Bible, you read the Bible, you know where they're at. One, we know that, amen, more than likely these people that's talking about they've been to heaven, they hadn't been. Because you want to know why? Paul said, I hadn't seen, ear hadn't heard, no one hasn't entered to the hearts of men with God. Come on, come on, no one, come on. It, no one can explain heaven. No one can explain sounds in heaven. I've had a concept of heaven. I had a dream and a vision of heaven, and it was beautiful. Amen. But I knew I wasn't in heaven. Amen. All right. I, I, I've been to hell in the concept of hell, meaning that I had a dream and a vision of hell. And it come, was on, terrible. come on. But come I didn't on. But I actually go to hell. Amen. Amen, Amen, brother. And then we know that people haven't been to hell because what did Christ say? What did the man? What what what, what did the rich man say? He said, "Father uh-huh. Abraham." He said, "I got I got five. He said, "I got one." He said, "I got two. He said, "I got three. He said, "I got five brothers of my father's house." Just let me go back. He didn't say. Let me show you how terrible hell is. It's so terrible. That they knew that they couldn't be free. You remember what he said? Remember, remember, remember uh, uh, what Christ said to uh, uh-huh. uh, the rich man and the poor man? He said, "No, you can't. You can't pass from here to them, and they can't pass from where you at to them. No, was you in hell? You die. There ain't no coming out." So he knew that he couldn't leave. But he said, "I just want to just go to my brother's house, my father's house, and just warn my brother." And Christ said, "No." He said, "He said they got the, they got Moses and the prophets. They got people preaching the word to them, in season and out of season." He said that if they don't believe them, they're not gonna believe you if you even came from the dead. Come That's on. deep. That's deep. So God is so merciful, is what I'm saying. And He said, "If any man hear my voice and open the door." Yeah. I will come in to him. Come in. And we'll sup with him and he with me. All he's saying is humble yourself. Humble yourself to receive salvation. You got to be humble as a child to receive salvation. You gotta come on, preacher. Come Amen. on, preacher. You got to give up the world. Amen. You got to give up the lust of the flesh. You have to give it up. For what? For heaven. For God. Amen. Amen. Watch, watch what it says. Verse 21, 22, I'm going to read that. I'm going to turn over to the brother. 
It says, and to him that overcometh, will I grant to, to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my father in his throne. Brother, that's so deep, that scripture there. People think salvation is of works. We've been over this numerous times. Amen. I love the way you preach and talk about it. Amen. I've preached and talked about it for years. You've been preaching a lot longer than I have. Amen. Longer than I've been alive. Amen. And we get so wrapped up. Christ, and this is his message, but further up in the scriptures, verses 14, 15, and 16, just come to me. Amen. I'll, I'll fix yeah. everything else. Because you want to know why? Christ know, God know, we don't have the power. He has the power. Come on. He said just, the Bible says, in all your righteousness, we are filthy rags. We talked about that last week. He said, just come to me. Ain't that beautiful? Come See, on. I love the fact that God is so complicated that he's simple. Ooh, I love that. He's so now complicated. I know you do. That he's yeah. People say, well, where does God come from? Is God is real. They ask all these little cute questions. If God is this, and why can't he do it? Man, if you even try to understand God, you die. You can't understand God. <laughs> God is so complicated. Amen. You will live, brother, I know that's right. You will literally die trying to understand God. That's why I'm not forced to understand God. God created, what, what did he tell Job? He said, Job, what were you when I create the sun, the moon, and the star, he has well, all right. Where were you at? You wasn't even. What were you doing? Yeah. What were you doing? That's right. What were you doing? God is too complicated. God created this earth. We can't even begin to understand some of the things that's in our life now, more or less how the earth is formed, the creatures that's in it and on it. But it's God's job to be complicated. He says, your job to be simple. He made Come salvation on. simple through his, through his son. And all he said, all he wants us to do is to walk in the spirit and tell people about Christ and to minister, pe- minister to people so that they may be saved. I'm going to read this last verse. I'm going to get back over to you. It's all right, he brother. Says, good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Amen. All glory be to God. He said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit said unto the churches. And when I read that, I think about Revelation, the 10th chapter. And he says, and I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was what? In my mouth, sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Amen. The word is bittersweet. And that's how the word of God is. It's bittersweet. Amen. Is it going to either draw you? Or drive. Or drive. It's yeah. bittersweet. <laughs> it can save you, but it cuts like a what? Two-edged sword. Come hey, on. They know a two-edged sword does. It cuts you coming and going. If they hit you with it. Coming and, and going, it in, brother. It's going to cut you. Amen. It's going to cut you going in. It's going to cut you going out. It's a coming out. Sword. Yeah. That's what the word of God does. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. It, right. it convicts all of us. Amen. But but we still have a job to do. We must still preach preach God's gospel. 
Hey man, you bad boy. You're a bad boy. You're still driving oh, that slow jammer. You're still, you're still driving that slow jammer. And you know something? I've got a scripture in the Bible that just came to my mind. Uh, that okay. scripture is uh, it says the gospel, the good news, shall be preached to all the world. All the world. Mm, that's right. And then the end shall come. And mm. the only way that the gospel can be preached to all the world within a period of seven years, the gospel will be preached to all the world. You go to the book of Daniel, he said in the last days, man shall increase in knowledge. Many shall run to and fro. Mm -hmm. Man communication will be so, so vivid and so close that you can talk to a person around the world within three or more, three or four minutes and see them at the same time. Now, here's what mm. God is getting ready to do for those that are left after the rapture. This is what God's doing for the world. He said, now the church age is going to be over when I rapture the church, when I take That's the right. body of Christ away. In a moment, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we, we, that remain alive shall be caught up to meet the Lord in there. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's the end of the gospel of grace. That's the end. The church wow. will no more be on this earth to distribute the gospel. And since that is going to happen, God said, I'm going to preach to, I'm let the gospel be preached till the whole world hears it. And the whole right. world cannot hear the gospel in one day or in three years or in four years or in five years or six years or seven years. Guess what? God said, after the rapture of the church, I got Amen. the last message that will be preached will be preached by the children of Israel. And when the Jews, I don't care what you say, I don't care what you think. The Jews Amen. are going to be recognized in the seven-year tribulation. They are going to be recognized that these are God's chosen people and that God had a mission for them to preach the last message in the last seven years, and that seven years will be preached by 144,000 Jews, male mm -hmm. Jews, that will preach to gospel, that will be virgins. In other words, they had no dealing with the world. God has chosen them to be the gospel message to the world. Now, the world, that means to the Jews and to the Gentiles. And then God is going to call two men, good God Almighty. He's going to call Moses okay. and Elijah because Moses was one of the greatest prophets and greatest leaders in the Old Testament, and Elijah was a man known to be a man of fire, and Moses was a man known to be the one that brought the plagues up on Israel. And God is going to get the attention of the whole world within seven years. Everybody will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ preached by Amen. the Jews. Oh, my God, thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for the, 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 the Jews. And that's why the Jews now are preparing for what? The tribulation. They're preparing the temple. They're preparing the five red helpers. 
They're preparing the Ark of the Covenant. They're preparing the Manoah. They're preparing to sacrifice because this is the ultimate, ultimate goal that God is going to use the Jews in the last seven years because the church has done their job. And I'm, 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 I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I said, Lord, forgive me. I'm not preaching Amen. this hard enough. I'm saying, Lord, I, 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 I'm not. I, I, I'm. You see, God called the church to be what? A witness to the world. That's what the God called the church for. He called me to be a witness to the world. And, and that goes for everybody. Anybody that knows Jesus Christ, the number one thing is to be a witness to the world. Your, your everyday life, your, your thinking, on, your attitude, uh, how you treat people. Do you, are you walking in love? Are you walking in the Holy Spirit? Are you walking into what? Win souls to Christ. And guess what? The church failed. My, 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 my. Amen. The church failed. And I, I, I'm, 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 I'm in the church, and I'm, I'm, I feel guilty, but the Lord said, you're doing all you can. Brother, Brother Timothy, you're doing all you can. You're on the battlefield, oh, and there's oppositions against you. The devil's trying to stop you. The devil's trying to tell you to shut up. The devil's trying to tell Amen. you, you don't quit fanatic. You don't went crazy, man. Is that all you got to talk about is the return of Jesus Christ? Well, guess what? Mm. If you don't talk about it, you're guilty, amen, for not telling somebody right. that the king is coming. If you don't say nothing, but the king is coming, get ready. Guess what? We got 600 satellites in That's the heavens right. right now. 600 satellites. We got optic fibers. We got TikTok. We got YouTube. We got Twitters. We got uh, 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 broadcasting on little old, uh, uh, telephone. We got uh, we got all kinds of big uh, 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 televisions. I think you gave me a picture of this here big television in Nevada, Las Vegas. They got this big, yeah. this big sphere crazy. In, in, yeah. in, in, in Las Vegas. And bet, and when they when they broadcasted that thing, I saw it because you sent me a you sent me a video of it. I said, My God. And that don't you know something. that's gonna that's gonna be used during the tribulation period. That's right. Don't you know that's, that's right. gonna be used from the beginning of the tribulation to the end of the tribulation because the whole world will be witnessing the gospel of Jesus Christ preached by the Jewish people. And let me tell you something. If you don't hear nothing but about salvation one time, one time, you are responsible to do two things or the other. Either you reject it or either you receive it. And yeah. guess what? Majority of the world is going to reject, reject the message. Majority of the, and yet still, the brother said, he told us in, in the sixth chapter, in the seventh chapter of Revelation, John, after the preaching of the 144,000, good God Almighty, the church will be in heaven, the church will witness it, and your work that you've done here on earth will be, you, you'll witness see what you've done. Oh, my God. Ooh, Jesus. Can you that's imagine right, right. the way that people live today, the way church folks live today? You're going to see your works. Be manifested after you leave heaven. After you leave that's earth, right. you're going to see your works manifested at the judgment seat of Christ. And that's what the Bible says, and that's what the brother said. A lot of people are going to be ashamed of the way they live. 
as a Christian, but really did not get to a maturity age to recognize God called you to be a witness, and that's what I'm doing. I'm witnessing. I'm witnessing. I'm telling anybody that want to listen to it. If you don't want to listen to it, I don't bother you. Good God Almighty. But let me tell you, we're living in that age now where the church is getting ready to be removed. And when it's been removed, Satan said, now I'm going to rub my hands together. I'm going to lick my lips, and I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to deceive the whole world about this Antichrist. I'm going to make it sure that I do a duplicate resurrection. And this, this, this is the greatest deception. This will be the greatest deception ever known to the human race when Satan imitates everything that God has done. He'll imitate miracles. He'll imitate great speeches. He'll imitate everything. But the greatest imitation that he will do, the Antichrist will be shot in the head by a bullet, by a planned assassin through the works of Satan because Satan got a plan. He said, I got to kill this Antichrist and let him lay in the morgue. For three days and three nights, absolutely the same time that Jesus Christ stayed in the heart of the earth, I'm going to raise him on the third day. And Satan said, yeah, buddy, he's licking his lips now. Because when he comes down here in the 12th chapter of Revelation, he will be cast out of heaven. And when he's cast out of heaven, he's going to be dethroned from the first and second heaven. When he's dethroned, he will literally incarnate himself in the Antichrist, and he will have power to raise the Antichrist from the dead. And when he raises him from the dead, he becomes the beast. He becomes an animal. He becomes a low-down, dirty, rotten critter. He said, I got to deceive the whole world. And the world would look at this and say, oh, my God. He was resurrected from the dead. This must be God Almighty. But it won't be God Almighty. It will be Satan resurrecting mm-hmm. the Antichrist to imitate the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the world has rejected Christ of dying on the cross, and when they reject that, reject the death and birth and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, they will link up with this resurrection because it does not require, huh? It does not require for you to repent of your sin. It requires for you for one thing: Mm. worship the beast. And the world says, "Yes, I like that." I like it. Only thing I got to do is get a computer chip in my hand, and I still can buy and sell. When what you done done? When you receive that mark of the beast on your forehead or in your in your middle finger before your thumb and your forefinger, you have said, "I sold, I sold my soul to the devil because I believe that he is Jesus Christ, and it will be Satan, and you will be worshiping Satan." forever, 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 and you will be damned, oh, my God, to go to hell because you rejected the blessed hope of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and his nail-scarred hands. You rejected the shed blood. You rejected his birth. You rejected his miracles. You rejected everything that when Christ came down here, he did. You rejected And so the, the Bible says, and all the wicked that reject Christ 
Because if you reject Christ, you're the most wickedest person in the world because you rejected a gift for free to get your sins forgiven so you won't have to die and go to hell. And I told you one time, and I'll tell you another time, and I'll tell you three times, don't go to hell. That's right. Tell your mama that. Mama, don't go to hell. Daddy, don't go to hell. Brother, don't go to hell. Sister, don't go to hell. Liar, backbiter, don't go to hell. Accept Christ and turn from your wickedness and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. But whatever you do, I don't told you again, to Timbuktu, it'd be better to go there. <laughs> it'd be better for me to jump in the alligator pit. I might can get, escape <laughs> the bite of an alligator. Uh, go, don't jump, jump in the snake pit. But don't go to a place where you really not want it. That's right. Your soul don't want hell. Your soul don't want hell. You don't. The only reason the devil is want you to go to hell because he's going himself and there's no repentance. That's right. There's no salvation for Satan. There's no salvation for demons and liars and backbiters and whoremongers. There's no salvation until they come to Jesus Christ and humble themselves. That's right. My friend, this is this is Elder Bazaar. This is Tim Jackson and Elder Bazaar trying to tell y'all out there, we're not playing with y'all. We love you. We love you out there. We love you. If we didn't love you, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be on this year internet to give you the word of God. Because you ain't going to hear it in the church. You ain't going to hear it in prayer meetings. You ain't gonna hear there no singing concert. You ain't gonna hear there no gospel singing. Ah, uh, you just ain't gonna hear it because judgments puts fear in the man. And people who don't know Jesus Christ don't want to hear nothing about revelation until they find out that they are left here in the rapture. They 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 didn't go, and now they're interested. They're saying, I heard some. So-called crazy preachers and some nutballs talking about this year thing. I heard about them talking about disappearance and the hundred forty. I heard about that. I heard about the two witnesses. Uh, man, and you know something? They in Jerusalem right now, and they're what preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And I hope to God, if you don't make it in the rapture, that you have enough Amen. faith and enough endurance and enough knowledge to know what we're preaching. Today, tonight, it will affect the world pretty soon. Don't Amen. go to hell. I'll run down the road right. with a sign on my back. Don't go to hell. You might not like it, but don't go to hell. Because I don't want no blood on my hand when I stand before the judgment seat of Christ and say, y'all didn't do what I told you. Bizarre, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. You jive, you shucking and jiving. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, Amen. well done, thou good and faithful servant. I guarantee you, if you accept Jesus Christ, I guarantee you, if you repent, I guarantee you, if you come to Christ, you won't regret it. I guarantee you that on anything that I have. Because when you accept Jesus Christ, guess what you got? If you ain't got nothing else, you got eternal life, love, mercy, goodness, joy, eternal life with who? Jesus Christ for it. And you'll see Jesus for yourself. 
and you can live with him forever. Never again to come under the bondage of sin, death, hell, and the grave. Come on, church. Come on, church. Tell somebody. You hear some, you hear some crazy preacher talk about this. Well, if you think I'm crazy, read your Bible. That's right. If you think I'm crazy, read your Bible. Don't go on what somebody say. Read your Bible. If you don't believe in hell, read your Bible. And the Bible says it's true. Everything in the Bible is true. There ain't no lies in the Bible. God can't lie. God can't tell no stories and laugh about it after he tell it. This is serious. This is your soul. And this is a one-way trip. If you miss heaven, you're going to wish you never would do right. You're going to wish you would have listened right to that preacher. Oh, man, I wish I would have listened to the bazaar. I wish I was not Tim Jackson. Oh, man, you right. know, they told me about this stuff, man. And you'll be like that forever for one reason. You let the devil, you let Beelzebub talk you out of eternal life. Because you want to party all the time. You want to you want to get your cookies. You want to have four or five women in bed with you. You want to take your drugs. You want to be a homosexual. You want to be a lesbian. I love the pleasure. You want to have all that stuff. I want to go into child pornography. I like that. I like that gamble. I like that gamble, man. Oh, you love all that. If you love it, you got to perish with it. Don't let Jesus Christ miss your soul. Because if you miss... Jesus Christ, you're going to miss him in hell because the blood of Jesus Christ will never burn. The Spirit of God will never burn. And if you've got the Holy Ghost in you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, you'll never burn. You have eternal life. Come right. on. Come on. What, what, what's, the, what's the worth of to get to get a new car and then driving for four or five years. What, what, what you going to get out of it? You ain't getting up with a ride. Nothing, that's what, right. What you going to get out of, of uh, having four or five women in the bed and having sex organs? What you going to get out of it? You ain't getting nothing. Right. And if you, if, you, if you haven't been redeemed and brought out of that mess, you can have all of it in hell because there ain't going to be no pleasure in hell. No, no, no. And that's what the devil wants. He wants you to have pleasure now so that you can be destroyed in the everlasting fire. He don't want you to accept Christ. Pastor Paul wrote Romans 10 and 9. You know what he said? He said, if you confess with your mouth, and I'm going to give it to the brother, let him have That's right. the 15 minutes. He said, he said, if you confess with your mouth, you confess everything else, you go, you go confess to your buddy, say, man, I had this woman last night, man, man, I told her. You confess that. Hey, man, you know what I did, man. I, you confess all that foolishness, and you admit what you've done. And when you admit what you've done, you say, man, I done done something. No, you ain't. And here, I'm trying to tell you, Apostle Paul trying to tell you, if you want to be saved, you've got to confess Jesus Christ with your mouth. You've got to let the world know, look, man, I got saved last night. Man, I accepted Jesus Christ on the internet. I accept Jesus Christ down on the corner. I accept Jesus. You got to go. And I confess, man, you know what I do? I confess that he is Lord. He is Lord. He's God Almighty in the flesh. And you know what he done for me? He came all the way down from heaven. 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago, God came all the way down from heaven. For who? For me. That's right. That every man should not perish. God is long-suffering. He don't want to see, like the brother said, 
God don't want to see you go to hell. He's not going to be. He's not jumping the shot every time a soul Amen. dies today. That's right. That's God right. is not jumping the shot. God don't That's feel right. good when folks reject him. He don't. That's right. But God knows since he's eternity, he's got to get over it. But when you stand at the great white throne, woo, and great white throne is for all the wicked, all those that reject Amen. Jesus Christ with, out of the millennium, after millennium reign is over, they will stand before the great white throne. And guess what? <laughs> they ain't going to be able to lift their head up. They're going to be looking down. And the Lord going to say, let me see if I can find your name written in the Lamb Book of Life. No, it's not there. Let me see if I can find your book written in the, the Book of Life. No. And the Bible says, if your name is not written in the Book of Life, you shall be cast into the lake of fire that burneth with brimstone and sulfur. That's right. And it stinks. It stinks. Mm. Sin stinks. Sure does. Ooh, man. Oh, it stinks so bad. It goes off of your face. It stinks. And people love to smell it. When people mm. shoot somebody, kill somebody, rape somebody, that's the first thing they put on TV. If somebody don't rape somebody. Yep. Somebody don't. Hey, they, people like to hear that kind of stuff. Some people You're do. Right, they do. But I hate to hear that. Why? Because I know it's nothing but a low-down, slew-foot, wide-mouthed, big-foot Satan himself. No good for nothing. And he knows I hate him, and I know he hates me. But he can't do nothing about it. Woo! Somebody out there tonight needs Christ. Somebody out there needs Christ. Now, you can stuff your head with cotton and, and walk on the way, but I hope to God and I'm praying to God, whoever's listening, that the Spirit right. of God will catch you, catch your heart and say, mm. you know, that preacher is right. I don't hear this in church. Right. I don't hear this. I don't hear this. You know, the only place I can hear it on this Internet, uh, these two preachers, I, I can't hear it nowhere else. Even people on the street. And let me tell you something. There's people on the street Wicked people that knows something is getting ready to happen. That don't even go to church. Don't, right. They haven't heard the true gospel. They know something is getting ready to happen on this planet. Not just around the corner, on this planet. They know that the devil is getting stronger and stronger every day. And when the de- and, and and when the church is gone, he's gonna blast heaven open. He's gonna blast, and he's gonna mm-hmm. come down here and rape. He's gonna spiritually rape everybody he can. And the devil's good at raping women. That's right. And he'll rape your soul. He'll rape your soul with all kinds of goodies and and, and gimmicks and gadgets and fantasies and all. He'll he'll tear you up, rip you apart. But he can't touch it if you've been covered and shed and right. know the blood of Jesus Christ. He can't touch you. I don't care what he said. He can't touch it. Why? Because you seal with the Spirit until the day of redemption. And you can be sealed tonight. Only thing you got to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm a low-down sinner. I was born a sinner. I was shaped in iniquity. I didn't know sin. I didn't know what sin was until I got the age of accountability. And, Lord, I'm at the age of accountability now, and I need to come to you. I need to come to you. Look, well, Lord, I ain't, I ain't done nothing real bad. No, it ain't how bad you are. You're a sinner, and you, you can be the best, I always say, the best person in the world, but you're still a sinner. 
You're a sinner Amen. because you That's don't right. know on, who God. Jesus Christ is. You don't know who Jesus Christ is. He's God Almighty in the flesh, and He wants God wants to live in you through His Son. And when you say, Lord, I'm a sinner, come into my life, He'll change you overnight. And you'll get up in the morning and in the process of time, you say, well, something happened to me when I bow my head and I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead for my soul, for my soul, for my soul, for my soul, salvation. He did it for me. I don't have a bank account. I don't have no money. I can't pay for it. I can't, I can't, I can't sweet talk God and say, oh, let me slide in. No, Jesus said, come to me, and you can come to him tonight. Lord, I'm a sinner. Receive me in your life, in your life receiving me through your blood, shed blood, powerful blood, in Jesus' name. Go ahead, brother. Work with it. Amen. Amen, brother. Awesome. Amen. Awesome word. Amen. Romans 10, 9 and 10. As we begin to close the last part of the show, and we thank you all for listening. Amen. We are praying to the Most High. Amen. For more listeners on each show. Amen. We're grateful for the numbers that we do have. We mean that we are doing our job and preaching the gospel. Amen. We thank God for that. We're thankful for Derek Oliver and his team for the platform. Amen. Thank we you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Speak to people. Amen. And as the brother said earlier in the show, amen, knowledge should run to and fro. People are seeking the word. People are, are are searching the word. They're all searching. They're, they're searching. they're searching about revelation. They're searching for the rapture and the gathering together. And it's a wonderful thing to run into people on the streets and say, hey, they gave their life to Christ. They got in faith. People online saying that they've got to say they've given their life to Christ within the last two, three, four, five years. A huge blessing because you will know why they will not experience the tribulation that's about to hit the planet. And, I mean, I, I tell you, you know, I've had visions, brother, and this is the funny thing. Before I all of it, this happened, for the, amen, before the pandemic hit, I'll never forget, brother, I had two dreams, two visions, two dreams, and I was in the same place each time. I was across the street from where I grew up, my childhood home, my home, where I grew up um, from the time I was born. My parents brought me home up until I was, like, in high school and graduated, a place where I grew up and lived. And this dream, this vision, brother, I was across the street. It was used to be a school. It was, still is a school campus across from my old house. And they remodeled yeah. the school. They revamped, totally rebuilt the school. So the campus was nothing like it did, you know, 30, 40, 50 years plus ago. It didn't, didn't, didn't look like that. My brothers actually, so my brothers actually went to this elementary. And, but in my dream, the, the, everything looked as if I was a child. Everything looked the way it did when I was a kid. And I'll never forget, brother, I was standing across the street on the school campus. And as I looked up to the sky, I saw nuclear missiles raining down about to hit the earth. Lord, oh, my God. Twice I've had that within the last five to ten years. This is before the pandemic hit. I had these two visions. In the last five, I know the other one had to be within the last five years, but, but before the pandemic, before 2020, 
So somewhere between 2018, 2019, it had to happen. And I had the other one has been like within 10 years ago, before the five years. And it just always was on my mind. I said, Lord, what does that even mean? What is that about? You know? Come on. And, and I always thought about, you know, what I learned in school about the, the, the tribulation in World War III. I said, well, Lord, I hope that means we're not going to be here for World War III. But, you know, I, at that time, my mind said, well, Lord, if I have to go through it and be here, I still will serve you. I still will love you no matter what because you, the Bible said you put no, no more on me than I can bear, and uh, you're more than the world against us. And so, to a, like you say, to a lot of people, that's foolishness. When we preach the gospel to the world, it's foolishness, it's child, childish, childishness. They laugh at us. They scorn yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kind of things. They abuse us, you know, with words. <laughs> like I said, they laugh at us. And I said that again because they do. They, la- they really, really laugh at the things that we say and teach, but it's no joke. And, we're, and what the funny thing is about it, we don't wish bad things on people. We love people. They just don't know. They have no clue that they die tonight. When you go to the other side, when you transition, my gosh, you inhale. With, like the brother said, with 6,000 years of stink, 6,000 years of people yelling, screaming, hollering, pleading to get to get out, you got demons that have been down there for almost 6,000 years. You got fallen angels that are locked up since the beginning of time. There are angels that have been locked up for a long time. They're in the, the river Euphrates. And they're on, waiting preacher. to get loose. Yeah. And we pray for your salvation. Like I said, at that time, I didn't, I didn't realize what that dream meant. Amen. But it's more clear now. We will not be here. Amen. Because the funny thing about it was when these missiles were raining down, the funny key thing about those two dreams, I wasn't screaming. I wasn't hollering. I wasn't running. And most of all, I, I did not fear so that told me when I saw these missiles raining down, I was in the spirit. Come oh, y'all on, don't hear what I'm saying. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, at the time, I had no clue what the, I, I asked God, what are these dreams about? Why am I having these dreams? That's the second time I had to dream. Same place, same time. I mean, you know, it was the same, right across from my house. It was, it was exactly the same. I was looking up in the sky and these nuclear missiles raining. I'm going to talk about literally above me about to hit the earth. It was about to be over with. But I didn't scream. I didn't fear. I wasn't running. I was, and they seemed so real. When I woke up, I was like, Lord, <laughs> that wasn't real. But we preached this gospel, Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord, Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And if you've been listening to us and you have not decided, it is not the time to play. Uh, I remember a few weeks ago, I'm going to make this quick, about a month or so ago, uh, my brother-in-law lost his niece. Uh, the guy had he killed her. This guy, I think it was last week or other week, my brother had told me, he said that the guy was in the hotel, I think he killed himself. He was hiding out. They didn't know where he was, supposedly. But uh, he was in the hotel. He finally took his own life. You hate to hear stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? This is why we preach the word. You never know what situation you'll find yourself in. That's sad. 
And and the sad let's say this real quick before we go off there. The sad thing about people when they make those decisions, they think that they're escaping because he said he wasn't going back to prison. They think that they're escaping. Don't you know if there's a whole nother dimension on the other side when you leave this world and you make Ooh, those decisions, you don't wait. repent and get saved before you leave. You think you escaping one hell to go. You ain't doing nothing but escaping one hell and going into the real worst hell. And, Lord, when Lord, they make I'm those gonna... decisions to take their life, oh, my God, they're going to be like, what have I done? You've been better off staying here on earth suffering than to take your own life. God bless you. We love you. We'll be back on the earth. Uh, I believe it's Saturday. Yeah, we'll be back on the air in the next Amen. couple of days. We love everybody. I know that the message is hard. It's hard times. It has to be this way because with time, Satan ain't playing, we can no longer play. We got to take the playing, the jokes and stuff out of church. We we want souls saved before that trumpet blow. When that Come trumpet on, sound, Come on. my God, 